Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dream sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, all right, all right, all right. Good morning, everybody. It is time for the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning live, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Grady. And in the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. And we're trying to get him connected to the... Get the dots connected. I'm here, but uh, man, it sounds like there's aliens in the room. It does. I don't understand that either. Uh, and uh, beefsteak is listening from the deer stand. That that may be the the problem that we're having is beefsteak listening in from the from the great beyond. Anyway, uh, road rashes the ranch hand that gets there early. Make sure the gate gets open. The old Pop belly stove gets fired up and puts full on that wire coat hanger. Gets the signal, gets the signal out to you guys. Uh, we're trying to get these uh, these new adjustments all done. Does that sound right, Cody? Does that sound better to you? Sound and I guess it's a little bit better, uh, but uh, there's a lot of feedback, a lot of bouncing, a lot of a lot of echoey on my end. I don't know what you got on your end. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. Well, good morning, folks. Hey, uh, sitting here at the farm, and uh, I can hear the roosters crowing. And these are feral, feral chickens and feral roosters that are all over, uh, all over the place. And I just got to feel sorry for folks who are um who are having to hear those roosters you, you we got we got a policy out at the farm where we don't let um we don't allow roosters because mrs grady doesn't like them she doesn't like getting up listening to roosters. i don't i still don't understand what the point of a rooster is these days don't we have all things in place where roosters are not necessary anymore well, hello. You do you ever eat eggs? Uh, yeah, but they have what's called laying pellets, right? True, and actually, a chicken doesn't need lay pellets. 
all the time. Um, but yeah, this, I didn't even think they needed light pellets anymore for a good chicken. So there's zero <laughs> for a, for a so, good chicken. Now this is, I mean, this can go off on a whole pretty tangent, scientific, a whole tangent of, of ways, but there's no need for a rooster anymore. What's the point of having a rooster? So when the sun's coming up in the morning, they wake you <laughs> that's, up. That's miserable because they start about 3 a.m. and they end about uh, 2 in the afternoon. And then they start again about 3 a.m. Well, I just so, never understood the point of a rooster. And I, I, I'm i sorry to all you chicken hawks out there, but there's not a whole lot of, a whole lot of roosters uh, that have a place in my heart, I guess is the deal. So there's a, um, there's this deal in small towns and we notice it in our little small town here and, uh, in there, and we heard a story, Mrs. Granny shared a story with me yesterday. So, um, small towns, it's not uncommon to have feral chickens running around the community. I mean, they just get out and they, I've never Never heard that or seen that until it, your place down there uh, in town. You've got an office down there in town, and you've got chickens that small just... town America offices. And so the problem was those chickens just wander around the community. And uh, Mrs. Graney gave them a cracker one day. Yep. And so guess where the chickens now live? Yeah, under our porch here in small town America. And, but, and that's also there, there's other groups of them, rogue chickens wandering the streets, but they tell the story about uh, Bastrop, Texas, little town, uh, not far from us. And that they had rogue chickens. They had these feral chickens and they were everywhere. And so they decided that they were going to uh, turn these two blocks of the city into uh, chicken alley or something like that they gave it a name they put up signs and they made this cute this whole cute pr thing out of it and uh but and and what happened was people would come from all over the place and they'd drive up and down those two streets just to see all the feral chickens because it had all this you know they put all this pr behind it and uh and it was funny because um, they said people would accidentally be going too fast and run over one and it caused a big stir. And, and then PETA found out about it and they were protesting up and down and up and all around. And, uh, and it just turned out to be this huge, turned out to be this huge mess after a while. So they had a professional. I bet it was feathers yeah. and. Yeah. And so they the had place. a, they had to hire a professional to come and, and catch all the feral chickens and take them out to a free range chicken ranch because feral chickens, you can't put them with regular chickens because they're too wild. I live out here in LaGrange or near LaGrange and I got a couple of they chickens got a, for you. No, there's already a chicken ranch out here. What in there? Haul, ZZ, haul, Top. Haul. ZZ Top sings about the chicken ranch in LaGrange, Texas, where I'm from. Anyway, uh, yeah, so waking up this morning to a feral rooster over in the neighborhood and in town here, and yeah, it just it is what it is. Had to 
had the parade of parades. So our t- our small town light uh, Christmas light parade was last night, and I think yours yours was too, right? Yeah, we had our Christmas parade. Uh, How was it? Well, I mean, Santa was there, so no, no, that was one of his helpers because he was here. No, he that was a that wasn't a real Santa. <laughs> I had the real guy at our place. Uh, no, the real guy was at our church yesterday morning helping make pancakes. <laughs> yeah, he didn't make it to either either parade. He was taking a nap. Uh, yeah, so. We had uh, a great parade yesterday in Round Top, Texas, and uh, a town of 90 people, but i tell you what, that parade had 290 people at it, or if not more, but uh, it was, I mean, everything you could ever dream of for a small town parade with the old cars, the old people, and kids, so it was, it was a beautiful thing. Lots well, of lights. We had the same thing here. Uh, we had the county sheriff come over here to our place and hang with us. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and you he know, let you out early. Yeah, yep, yep. Got out. So you work, do the work show. release for the day, <laughs> twenty four hours. Uh, oh man, I got some stories. I love sitting and talking with him. Um, and, uh, but no, we had small town America parade here too. It was beautiful. Bastrop, Texas next week is their small town parade. But yeah, we had the street was lined. I mean, our little office for kids outdoor zone KOZ is right on main street. And we had it wall to wall people. I mean, we we're having to tell people, Hey, uh, that's what, uh, th- we had, uh, people stacked up in lawn chairs across the front of our place. And that's perfect. That's what we did. We had some friends. We have some friends that have a uh, place, a store in downtown round rock, rock, uh, downtown round rock. Where did that even come from? Round top, uh, called Wimberley's. And it's one of those cool, uh, you know, uh, they got those cool hats. Those the girls wear nowadays. You know, the cool cowgirl hat styles they got. I, I don't know. No it's a fat, it's a store. So it's a not boutique. Cool that way. It's a boutique. Okay. And, well, I know what a boutique is. Yeah. It's a boutique. And they have, they have one right there in downtown round top on the square. And so they kind of fence off the front yard and, uh, that's what I needed to up. do was fence off a little bit. They had a, but what we have now is, uh, we have the double P club. It's the porch people club, our little porch here on the house. So you can, know, get in, I don't know that that's the right name. You should, you can using. get invited onto the porch, uh, the that's, P club. And then, uh, and that gives you access to the bathroom. You can sit in the, <laughs> you can oh. sit in the front yard and that just gives you good access. Although it's not elevated. Uh, and then we have two premium parking spots. They are owned by the city, but we, we do have those available at the, you know, if you are a gold member of the porch people club, uh, anyway, two, small two P two P club, <laughs> two P club, uh, but porch people, it's, it was fun. Anyway, we just, you know, I, I, I guess, uh, I guess what it just kind of reminded me of was small town. America is alive and well, 
Um, we don't need a whole bunch of what we need is just a government to get out of the way and let the people do what they do. I mean, we're That's resilient. America. We're resilient. We're strong. Um, and we just, uh, I mean, people were out. We didn't, there wasn't people with, you know, mask on or freaking out. And it doesn't matter what color or who, and nothing like that was even a factor in any way. It was just small town America doing what small town America does. I'll tell you what else does what it's supposed to is McBride's guns. You know, they've been Austin's family owned and operated gun shop since 19, what was it? 78, 68, 58 forever. Uh, McBride's guns. They're your hometown gun shop. They're the place we go when we have any needs for our firearms. Check them out. Uh, McBride's Guns, the same place they've been for years and years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can check them out online as well, McBride'sGuns.com. Go see our friends. You know, they've got a full-service firearm gunsmith on site to take care of any needs you got there uh, as well. McBride'sGuns.com, our hometown gun shop. Hey, coming up next, lots of uh, fishing news, actually, some drama in the fishing world some big moves that were not uh didn't come to fruition we'll talk about it all on the flip side plus all your favorite segments this is the number one outdoor radio show in texas you're listening to it live right here catch us 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live from the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack, but we're trying to call it home every Saturday morning, Sunday morning, seven to nine. TJ Graney, your host. This is the number one outdoor show on radio and number one podcast in our little minds. Uh, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We trust our friends at Sun Auto Service. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Hey, follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Service has locations all around Central Texas. 405 West Slaughter Lanes, our little family location. 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. There's 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. 1206 Ranch Road 620. SunAutoService.com for all the details. SunAutoService.com for all the details. Okay, let's do some fishing news, Cody Ryan. Hey, talk on your, uh, we have that same mic, and so we're trying to figure it out as we talk uh, to the front of it works the talk best. To the front of it like that? There it is. That's right. That's it. <laughs> now, you, now you sound almost as good as me. You know what so I'm saying? When we put together these, uh, you know, what I first I used a peach can, and then I had to switch to a green beans can. Right. You had to get the string the knot inside the can just right but it's and it had to be good. tight enough with your with the other side i know that transfer a good signal 
Is that weird? I bet you uh, Road Rash is ne- doesn't even know what what that whole thing was. What we're talking about? Yeah, two strings and two can a uh, string and two cans to to call I, somebody. I don't know. Three strings walk into a bar. No, I'm not. <laughs> don't. We're not going. No. Okay. There's these three pieces of string. No. Looking for sunglasses. It's the it's the uh, joke that I grew up with that TJ would Every tell. Every KLZ boy has heard that joke, uh, and they think it's the most bestest joke ever. So uh, bass fishing is, uh, is bass your... Bass Pro Shops, yes. So deal. Bass Pro Shops, I don't know if you heard, but they tried to acquire Sportsman's Warehouse recently. And... I thought they did. I thought they bought it. I don't believe the sale went through. They backed out of the contract. The reason being uh, that it didn't look like the FTC, Federal Trade Commission. I mean, don't quote me on all the lingo, jingo. Uh, I don't have the oh, official so press release in front of me. They, but they didn't. They didn't look stores. like. Yeah, it didn't look like it was going to go through because wow. Bass Pro at that point would have no competition. And to back out of the contract was a $55 million hit to Bass Pro Shops if they couldn't complete the transaction. Of course, you know, chump change when you're dealing with uh, $1.7 or whatever they were offering for the company. I don't think $55 million is chump change for for anybody. When you're talking billions, though, it's not like... I mean, yes, it's a lot of money, but it's not uh, like fifteen dollars to you and me. No, it's more like. <laughs> no, I mean fifteen dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> no, I was going to say like four dollars to you and me, but uh, no, but uh, the so it didn't look like it doesn't look like it's going to go through. So we are wow. going to at least have two somewhat i guess you could even say that sportsman's warehouse is a competitor of bass pro i don't know how you uh compare since they've had to really back down uh as of recent but or well they slow down they closed the a last, bunch of stores yeah, yeah for years they've been closing and you know they're big like up in uh the rocky mountain area i don't know about out east but in the rocky mountains and, yeah, that uh, northwest like area. Yeah, yep. They're, I mean that that's kind of where their sweet spot was. Utah, I think they're from Utah, actually. But hmm. I remember meeting the owner when they expanded into Round Rock. Yeah, years ago, I went there and I loved the people that worked for them and the company, and they had great man. They had great pro- products. You know, it was a it was a good store. I liked the store. Um, yeah, we, we spent, I spent a lot of time up there. I was actually living in the area, uh, up there by the one that we had here in central Texas. And, and so I spent a lot of time in there in that sportsman's warehouse and well, who is the, if it's not, so you got kind of a little bit, kind of a little tiny bit, you got Walmart, you got Academy Academy's probably a bigger player in the market than, than Sportsman's Yeah, but they Warehouse. backed out. They backed out a lot of their outdoor stuff. They just, well, you they, know, as doing, well as I do, they sell, they sell tennis shoes and, and running yeah, shorts. Yeah, their money's in tennis shoes, obviously, but in clothing. But I mean, they, they sell a lot of guns. 
and not like, you know, Cabela's or Bass Pro. I don't, I guess Bass Pro probably sells a lot of guns, but yeah, their um, quantity, everything. I think. Yeah. But they, they still, they're, they're putting some money into, um, BASS, right? Aren't they? Bass Pro probably probably has a stake in a lot of the major events and tournaments that go around. But doesn't Academy too now? Aren't they doing, spending some money and. I haven't seen Academy in a while in, uh. I thought they were doing like the. They did the classic, I think one time and. So they're just kind of jumping around, you know, and they do have anglers. They do have anglers. They got Jacob Wheeler, probably the number one angler in the world right now. They have title sponsorship with him, uh, with Academy. So, I mean, they're, they're in the fishing world, but that one probably takes pretty good hit, you know, in their budget for fishing when you're not selling that many fishing hooks anymore. Not like you used to be Academy used to be one of the places you go to get your well, who fishing else? tackle. I mean, I guess there's, I guess the small town guys, mom and pops at every lake around the lake uh, or, you know, around the country. Is that where you, when you're, well, yeah. Cause you don't have the big, when you're fishing and you need to run out and get 15 bags of a purple fluke, uh, you go to the mom and pop, right? Well, if they have it, a lot of times we're, we're ordering online. Obviously I go to the mom and pops when I'm traveling to different lakes around the country because I like to see what they have in their local area, what people are catching fish on in their local area. So yeah, I don't necessarily bring the right stuff all the time going to a lake I've never been to, but you learn a lot about that real quick or the right colors specifically. Like you go to Mississippi and if you don't have blue, something blue tied on, then you're, wasting your time or you don't go to you know louisiana and you don't have something orange tied on you're wasting some time you know there's those things black and blue down in in florida uh so you know i remember once and i can't remember if it was you that told me this or taught me this but when you go into an area like that and you haven't been there and you look kind of look at the at the baits on the on the pegs coming off the wall and you kind of see what's bought down what what's only got oh, one yeah. packet left I always read that there'll be a little card behind the uh on a peg and it'll tell you those that little card will tell you what color that bait is that was hanging on that peg that's now empty in a tackle store so a little tip as you travel around the country and you're looking for what colors they're biting on well they're probably biting on that empty peg color and you can get an idea at least what color to throw. <laughs> uh, you know, it might not be the right bait, but it'll tell you what color plastic to throw. So uh, another thing I wanted to talk about Ooh, that's a real good quick. Tip, it, yeah, that's a nugget, and you just let it although, out. World, although worldwide. When I, when I ran a small tackle shop in a small town in Georgia when I was really young, uh, when yeah. we had too many white jigs yeah left over and somebody asked me hey what what are they biting on what's what's hot right now they biting on white jigs the white jigs really hot right now we got them yeah. all special that's back when people used to believe people too hey tell me about Nile Maxwell what they got going on over there at Nile Maxwell Super Center 
Can you do that? Oh, Maxwell Super Center. Well, I can tell you about them here. (laughs) (laughs) I know I can tell you about them. The wait is over. Truckloads of new Chrysler Dodge Jeeps and Rams are headed our way during Nile Maxwell's big finish sales event at the Nile Maxwell Super Center. Everything has discounts, and now is the best time to see our new inventory before they're even online. That includes the most award-winning truck on the road, the 2021 Ram brand that has been named Best Truck Brand along with the back-to-back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. So drive home for the holidays for less. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. I got deer at the feeder right now i'm staring at you gotta love it hey news of the weird coming up next you only get it one place it is the outdoor zone live at the bunkhouse 24 7 365 at the hello i'm forrest dale wood you're listening to the outdoor zone fish on It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck. All right, welcome back. Regulators, the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, we're live on Sunday, 7 to 9. Uh, And we're also your favorite podcast, shareable on your favorite podcast platform, 24-7-365. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Granny, Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, Road Rash, and hey, our friends over Jim Snyder and Rick Wahlberg over at Shore Raw Bar and Grill are killing it every week, every night, uh, serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Really cool selection of fresh oysters flown in every week. Fantastic, cool, pet-friendly patio. Probably not a better... Uh, time to sit out on the patio and just enjoy dinner. Maybe you want to go for brunch today. Live music almost. I think there's live music every night there. They're really rescuing the live music capital uh, mantra of Austin, Texas. That banner's flying high over at Shore Raw Barn Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for details. Shoreatx.com for details. Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go get you some. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Uh, Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Hey, uh, news of the weird, a deer spotted wandering in a Kansas park with a plastic container stuck over its head was rescued after several days of efforts Pawn- Pawnee Prairie park in Wichita said in a Facebook post that the deer was spotted during the weekend with a plastic container stuck over his head, but a group of concerned residents were un- were unable to approach the young doe without it fleeing. How did they, how did it know they were coming? 
Jessica Neville, one of the residents who spent four days trying to help the deer, said she spotted the doe attempting to drink from a pond <laughs> Tuesday evening. The doe fled, but a group of continued to search after dark and finally were able to corral the deer into a nearby residence yard, hold the animal down so they could remove the plastic busket, bucket. The rescuer said they hope the incident will remind people to properly dispose of their trash. So uh, I've seen some pretty crazy things. I've, I've seen, uh, deer, a lot of deer, you know, and you, in now with video, everything, um, you've seen some deer stuck in, uh, soccer tents and seen them stuck on, uh, we had some stuck on a tennis court before where they couldn't figure out how to get out. Um, it, it's not that weird to get, uh, no, and, and we we've we've seen them. I've seen them stuck in fences before. Uh, they get stuck in fences a lot, but a lot of times get stuff wrapped up in their antlers. I think we talked about one of those instances. You know, a few. Weeks oh yeah, ago, well, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it like this huge ball of? Well, and one of the things that I see a lot of is uh, is the string from hay bales, right? That string they tie the round bales with yeah yeah i'll see that you see that quite a bit i see that in my shredder on my tractor quite a bit too uh oh do you well yeah anytime you mow anywhere that ever had one you're gonna find it with your mower (laughs) i thought it was interesting uh texas parks and wildlife sent a a deal out a week or two ago but uh something i thought we needed to bring up Speaking of news, the weird bears, black bears in Texas. And we mentioned it South before. or East. Well, it, all of the above, uh, they're talking about them being in rock Springs, Texas, where my in-laws ranch is that there yeah. are black bears in rock Springs, Texas, which is just 60 miles outside of Kirkville in the hill country. And I just think it's, I still cannot fathom the idea of a bear in Texas and see the East other, Texas. You can, you would think p- potentially in East Texas, cause you got like all the pine trees, you know, you kind of got a little mountainy feel to it. And even, even, you know, out in, um, oh my gosh, uh, way out there in, uh, what is the park out there? Oh my gosh, I'm totally missing it. <laughs> uh, but I mean, there is a couple of places where it doesn't seem like it's that, but they kind of like pine tree areas. Rock well, Springs the, doesn't have pine the, trees. No. Right? And really the majority of them, there are some far Northeast, but the majority of the black bears, uh, are coming from, uh, far West Texas and Southwest Texas as well. And so I just, I just find it crazy. You know, you're not allowed to shoot them in the state of Texas. So not yet. No. And I thought maybe being an an exotic originally, I thought this maybe being an exotic, you could hunt them in Texas. I mean, if I saw a black bear in Texas on my ranch, having not known this, I would think twice about shooting it. I mean, obviously, but you cannot do that. And I'm not advocating that on the outdoor zone. Hey, 
The wait is over. Truckloads of new GMCs are headed our way. This year's biggest shipments of new GMCs. Uh, are we ready to close out this segment, Sam? I'm sorry. Oh, I thought I heard it playing. I the said, that there. picture you just sent me of a deer stuck on a uh, wrought iron fence. That wasn't me. Oh no, that was Don. <laughs> but is... I did. I I I thought I heard music in the background. But I was going to talk about the bears. They're, they're that was far a west rogue. Texas. That was a rogue rooster in the background. Was it? I yeah. heard. Okay. I know. Well, it was singing right outside my window. Yet another Feral. reason not to have chickens Feral. or roosters. Chickens are good. Roosters are interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But anyway, so uh, far west Texas has actual breeding populations of black bears in Texas. I didn't know that. I'll be straight up. I would have not guessed that. There's yeah. several counties. Uh, we're looking at, I'm looking at six counties. Big Ben. Big, Big ben. ben. Yeah. Right. Because when you go into, because there are signs that say watch for bears and mountain lions when you go to Big Ben. And so Big Ben is where I would say yes. That uh, Breeding populations of deer. I mean, it's like, I mean, you go up there, it's like you're in the mountain. Well, you are, you're in the mountains. I mean, they're not. But have you seen Rocky bears? Mountains. Uh, no. Not in Texas. Yeah, I don't think I have either in Texas. So, but you anyway. know what happens too is in in uh, East Texas in the mountain or in the pine areas in East Texas where they have some populations, the black bear are small, and they've been confused. And it probably says this in that press release. They've been confused um, with hogs. People yes. think they're big hogs, and they shoot them, and they go over, and they go, "Oh wait, yeah." It's a $10,000 fine in Texas, $10,000 plus jail time and loss of hunting privileges potentially. So it's a, it's a big deal. If you mistake a black bear for a hog and I could totally see that in Texas, we've been so conditioned and we have so many hogs and there are such a problem in so many areas that you don't even think twice about it when you're out hunting and you see a hog, I mean, it's throw the rifle up and pull the trigger or it, don't. It, Cause you just don't want to have to clean it. Right. And deal with it. But right. I mean, I, I've become conditioned at my in-laws place. I, it doesn't matter what I'm hunting. If you see a hog, you throw your rifle up and you throw some lead at it. Well, one of the other things about your in-laws place and, and in Texas is there's so many different exotics that, you know, people just, yeah, they see something moving and they just want to kill it. And, uh, you know, the struggle when you have something like this start to come up is so somebody shoots a, a bear and they know it's a, a, ten thousand dollar fine and all the stuff that goes with it um that never gets reported you never yeah. hear about it yeah that's not good well i mean that's but that's good. kind of the stuff that happens right something goes down like that right and you're gonna question it before you go put give give yourself a ten thousand dollar fine if you, yeah, if you, it was an honest mistake you Even know, an honest it was mistake hog, sometimes, hog. and the and the game wardens can't just say, "Okay, well, we'll let you off every time," or you know, because then what's you know, then it's just like 
you know, this uh, administration we have right now just saying crime doesn't matter. You know, if you see something in Home Depot or Ooh. Tiffany's, you want to just go go in there and get it. Just go get it. You go in there, huh? Hey, let me tell you what. The wait is over. Now I'm going to tell you about the truckload of Come new GMCs that are headed your way. This year's biggest shipment of new GMCs headed to Nile Maxwell GMC. There's no need to settle for less than than the perfect new GMC. NileMaxwellGMC.com. The best way to see our new inventory before they're gone is right here in Round Rock. NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. We've got the inventory right now at Nile Maxwell GMC. So come and pick yours out today. NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are professional grade. All right, coming up next, our game warden field notes and more. It's almost a continuation of the conversation we're having right now about bears and and truth and righteousness. It's all one place, live on the bunkhouse. You're the regulators, and we bring you this show every week, 7 to 9, live on Sunday mornings or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Woo! Welcome back, regulators. Hey, farmranchstore.com. Man, if you are a dirt owner, or if you're looking at dirt, if you... If you just like the idea of dirt, you got to hang out at farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than have safe, safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment, ranching equipment, to fencing, feeders, and rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm ranch market today. Our suppliers include Prefert, Powder River, WW Manufacturers, all top trusted names in the industry. If you're a dirt owner and you need gear for your ranch, farm, or piece of dirt, go to farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com, that's where the landowner goes to get the work done. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. El Paso County Sheriff's Office Major Crimes Unit released a Be on the Lookout Bulletin to assist in the identification of an individual and vehicle last seen leaving a crime scene in the San Eliseo area in El Paso, Hudspeth County Game Warden remembered the vehicle from a recent encounter with the fisherman who resulted in the arrest of the individual. The warden contacted the lead investigator and passed along the identifying information Several days later, El Paso County Sheriff's detectives notified the Warrens, the warden, that without the firm leads in the case, the information he shared with their office was vital. 
in locating the subject of and the vehicle due to his interagency collaboration an arrest was carried out and, uh, and what uh, what i thought was really cool about that is that the game wardens man you connect the dots on things like that and they're not just they're not just out looking to give you a ticket for uh not having your license filled out correctly your hunting license filled out so they will do that oh yeah they've asked me this year i've shown it i've shown a game warden this year my license and all the stuff was filled out correctly and i've been stopped on the boat before and asked to see hey you got your fishing license you got your uh fire extinguisher you got you know and i love being fully confident that i have everything yeah, I absolutely. That. I, I, uh, yeah, you got to have, and it's interesting when you travel fishing wise, fishing, traveling the country, the different regulations in each state and even bodies of water. Some things I've never heard of, like this year up north, we had to cover the terminals of every battery, uh, had to be protected, meaning they had to have those little covers on them of some sort um really every terminal battery every bat terminal on your battery had to be completely covered um which you know smart anyway because i've had them blow up i know it's it's not the worst idea i've heard that's for sure the paddle requirement in some states in a 21 foot fiberglass bass boat requirement to have a paddle on board is 100 percent pointless uh, you I can't will paddle because you can't get anywhere with the paddle. No, you know how heavy these boats are. There's <laughs> no chance you would die paddling uh, before, you know, back in the day or in, in the first boat that we had 15 and a half foot bass boat, you could paddle it if you needed to. And we probably used a paddle know. a time I, I, or two. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Uh, but you cannot paddle a fully decked out 21 foot bass boat nowadays. And it will, I mean, there's really no point in having that paddle, I guess maybe waving in the air, but I got 73 fishing rods. I can hold up in the air if I need to hold something up in the air. Yeah. But so I don't have paddles. No, uh, some States require flares. And so I, you know, <laughs> I, and they have to be in day, you know, uh, up to date and then a throw cushion, uh, obviously, most states require a throw cushion, but in some of the states we went to, you had to have the handle outside of the box of the storage box that they're in. So you had to be able to grab it right away without having to open well, the box. Well, or... or know that it's in that box, I guess. Oh, so oh, so the handle is the handle out. of the and throw cushion sticking out. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, how I do thought you, that was weird. How, like, where did no, that come? I, actually, it's kind of smart, you know, so you know right where it is in case of emergency. But what? How do you know about the regulations? Do the do the different tournament uh, managers send you that, or you're resp- fully responsible to? You're fully responsible in researching that information, uh, and if you get in trouble for it during an official event, a bass fishing event then you're done can you you're so is there a website that you go to that's like bass angler 
tips. No, got. no, there's, but there are, it's just like our Texas parks and wildlife here. They got websites in every state and you just check on what the boating regulations are there. Uh, and, and then, you know, a lot of times in the tournaments that we fish, there's guys from every state that we go to. And so there'll be guys that make comments or post, uh, certain things to, you know, Hey, remember you're coming here, uh, that you got to do this or have this. So, uh, really? that helps a lot and kind of gets you, Oh yeah, I better look at these regulations again and make sure that I'm covered. So it's interesting as you travel around to different places, the different pieces and elements of those things that you have to pay attention to. I mean, it's not unlike hunting different areas, you know, methods of hunting and, and all that, uh, yeah, that come I into guess play. So. Yeah. I guess, you know, if you, if you're going antelope hunting and, you know, someplace and you got to know what the rules and regs are in antelope, if you're going bear hunting in Texas, you got to know what the rules wait, can't do that's that. not, you cannot do that. I thought it was interesting too. There's uh, and I don't want to mention where it is because I may try and buy a, a tag for this unit next year, but there's an elk hunting area and, uh, that has a part of the public hunting area. What do they call that? Uh, national forest area that you can hunt uh-huh. in Colorado. There's a small sliver of it that run right through one of the major ski towns. And, <laughs> uh, there's been two elk that have been taken there and, you know, in those ski towns, that's kind of a refuge for a lot of these elk. Oh, dude. Come I off, down off the mountain. This, and this year, just, yeah. We yeah. saw them. They, you, you go right after rut, and they're, yeah. and all the big bulls are just laying around because they've just been fighting, and that's where they go to just lay down and, like, eat magnolias and magnolias whatever not magnolias but you know <laughs> the flowers in the front yards of people and just lay in their yards and just like heal so there's some of those areas in uh colorado and i guess some guys did their research and figured out that little sliver that of area man, in that unit so dang smart i know and i don't want to give it up on the show because i want to go try and buy a attack you get a hotel room and hunt next door in the yeah. alley that's yeah. where we were we hey back little... the truck up here yeah all right let me love we're taking that parking spot right there just so you knows <laughs> hey coming up we've got a whole nother hour of the outdoor zone you do not want to miss it some of your favorite segments armed citizens report uh peter report and do we have a live guest on the flip side no he uh all he right got stuck coming back from africa Oh, man. Well, and that's a real thing going on right now. Are we going to be able to go and come back from uh, South Africa? Uh, We'll talk about uh, a lot of those topics and ideas on the flip side. You get it only one place. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas live right here. Or catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.